The best journey in life is the journey of life. Exploring the journey of life from various perspectives and experiences can add a different meaning to a journey. Core Pillar Studio brings you these different perspectives through various monologues, conversations and interviews. Explore and peel the layers to reach to your core on this journey with Core Pillar Studio. The world today is going through very different times. There's a very different kind of a transformation which is happening around the world. People are experiencing a very different kind of stress and anxiety. Stress and anxiety due to economic reasons, social reasons, political reasons, and also the health reasons. Stress and anxiety are the children of expectations. Where do these expectations come from? Do they come from our conscious mind or they come from our subconscious mind? What is the role of the subconscious mind? IAC, along with Dawn today, would be talking about these subjects and would also specifically talk about what role does a subconscious mind has to play in our life. We are returning after a while but let me tell all our listeners, this is going to be a great discussion forward. Welcome, Don. How are you? Another day in paradise here in Alabama. <laughs> That's always been, Don. That's always been for you. So, Don, uh, we talked about, you know, this, the, these times that are going through where people are going through a lot of different kinds of stress and anxiety. And also, one of the major reasons for stress and anxiety is uh, whether they should... Uh, whether they should go for vaccine, they should not go for vaccine. Is there uh, a virus, or is there is not, or there is no uh, no virus? You know, plus the socio-economic conditions around them, plus the confusions of the information which is available on the net and everywhere around us. How does the conscious mind really, you know, keep itself its balance? You know, and of course. Uh, the subconscious mind and what it is, what uh, what is its role in this entire uh, existence that we are into? What are your thoughts on that, Don? To start with, on all of this. Yeah, I, I do have some thoughts about that, but you know, before we get into the discussion, uh, why don't you say what you mean by the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, and how you see the relationship. Yeah, so uh, how I, I, I put a very simple analogy, Don, in this, and uh, I, I say that a conscious mind probably takes a decision consciously in terms of doing something and maybe giving an analogy of maybe suppose a conscious mind says uh, to choose an apple from a, from a group, you know, from a... Uh, from hordes of apples which are lying on the table... If somebody has to choose one apple out of it, a conscious mind would choose one basis on the one that it sees and which looks very bad, which looks very fresh to it. But when the conscious mind, you know, takes a decision to pick up an apple, then the subconscious mind comes to play in terms of which muscles to really, uh, you know, uh, to work upon, how the hand should uh, move and how the fingers should come and pick up the apple and where the where do they take that apple to the mouth or to some place in the basket or wherever? So there are some 
which we may call as voluntary actions and involuntary actions. Uh, some of these, I would say, uh, voluntary actions also are involuntarily performed by the subconscious mind somewhere. So there's always this program which works behind the conscious mind which takes that decision. That's how I would want to understand the conscious mind on. If you have any different thoughts to that. Well, I, you know, I have a, another analogy uh, which kind of makes a little more uh, sense for me. It's like right now we're having this conversation on an app called Anchor. And I'm on my iPad doing the, this uh, podcast. But I have, uh, I have dozens of other apps on my iPad. And uh, so to me, like the conscious... It's like this app that I'm using right now. And the subconscious is like all of these other apps and all of this other information that I can access to. Like one of the apps is Google. And with Google, I can use that app and get to much more information. So, so to me, the subconscious is like that. It's like uh, from the time that we're born, that we're constantly receiving information and data and creating thoughts and emotions and all this uh, constant barrage of data. And it's stored there. Like for right, for right now, uh, I'm 76 years old. But something that happened when I was four years old it is in my subconscious. It's in that, uh, uh, if you want to call it the program. And there are ways to access that. So that's kind of how I think about the, the, the conscious is, is a very tiny percent, maybe 2% of how we run our life. And I, I, believe, I believe there's been actually many scientific studies about that. I can't think of one right off, but it seems like I remember hearing many times that, that maybe we're operating 2% with our conscious mind and 98% with our subconscious. Have you heard such numbers? Yes, Don, and I, will, I would totally subscribe to that. And I must say you're very good at analogies. Uh, I totally agree on that analogy that you mentioned and totally subscribe to that as well in terms of the thoughts that you put it. Uh, on this point of 2% and 98%, uh, I would agree to that, but rather I would rather say that uh, <laughs> 99 point, within that 2% also, you know, uh, I would say 99% of that 2% is being controlled by the subconscious mind. Uh, well, and so, I, yeah. Well, you know, there's, I guess uh, there's one part of me that would say that our subconscious mind is running our life 100%. And uh, the oh, reason, yes. yeah, the reason I make that statement is uh, for here, here again, getting back to computer the software in the computer is running what happens on the computer 100%. Now you have, you know, you have the software and you have the hardware uh, and the hardware, if the hardware is not working properly, the software can't perform. So there again, that's a, maybe another analogy I hadn't thought about like the hardware and the software, but uh, you know, in the work that I do, the coaching work that I do, one of my basic concepts I call the cycle of creation. And, and that is that our belief system uh, determines the way we think. Our thinking determines 
how we feel. The feeling determines the behavior, and then the behavior determines the result. So from that perspective, uh, you know, our belief system, I believe, is running 24-7 in our subconscious. I believe that's where our belief system resides. And so if you go along with that uh, concept, then, then literally uh, our belief system uh, within our subconscious is running our life 100% of the time. Yeah, that's very true, Don. I totally agree. But you know what? What happens is that we talk about these these things like stress and anxieties in our life. Uh, they do come out of our expectations that we have from our life and our surroundings. Uh, I think uh, when we talk about this uh, this entire program of the subconscious mind, so in these expectations that we have in our life, Don, which lead to various uh, we we call it as happiness or joy or whatever in our life or maybe sadness at times when the expectations are not fulfilled. So in that case, uh, what role does the subconscious play at that time, Don? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that yeah, gets back to the, to the uh, cycle of creation. In other words, if, uh, if our beliefs re- reside in the subconscious and our beliefs ultimately uh, determine what results we get in the life, then when anything comes up in our life, you know, how how can anxiety be created? The only way we could create anxiety is we have a thought about something. In other words, something should be different or something shouldn't happen or this might happen. So the only possible way we create anxiety or any other emotional feeling is from our thinking, and our thinking is created by our belief system. So, you know, from my perspective, uh, if a person has the... Uh, correct belief system and when i say correct uh that's sort of a relative thing i'm by correct i mean uh for me a correct belief system is one that allows us to live a life with peace love and joy and and have uh peace regardless of what's going on in the world so from that perspective uh anxiety is created from our belief system which resides in the subconscious and that you say is a is a function of our conscious mind, subconscious. No, or when you say in terms of you know, oh the anxiety, um, no the anxiety yes. is a function of our conscious mind. Yeah. Uh, in other words, from my perception, the uh, I guess the way I would relate it is that the thinking uh, that we're aware of occurs in the conscious mind, and that thinking uh, comes from our belief system which resides in the subconscious. So, uh, you know, 10 different people can have the same experience. They can, they can uh, experience the same event, and they will most likely have 10 different reactions to it. And those reactions come from how they think about the event, and their thinking comes from their belief system in the subconscious. That, that's the way I see it. I agree, Don. You know, but I would also add to that, uh, you know, it's always easier said than done, Don, because I can give share my experience on this. You know, I uh, I have been recently playing tennis for a while now, and uh, while I do this and I, and I try to push myself to play this mind, but come what may, at times it happens that really I, you know, despite of my best of the efforts to, to work from the subconscious mind and play play my game from that level, uh, the conscious mind 
it's, it becomes very hard to stop the conscious mind to come into play. Uh, whether it be your sports, whether it be your life, uh, you are because you're constantly interacting with the, uh, you know, uh, the outer external world. And the con- conscious mind, so there are people who say that why why do you have to actually take away your conscious mind? Why can't you just use your conscious mind to to uh, to get what you want and what you to get the desired results in a way? So what what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel that yes, uh, with best of the efforts that uh, that I am doing in terms of taking my conscious uh, mind off my uh, game of tennis. Uh, I would say I'm I'm only successful about 10 to 20 percent of it. Sometimes when I'm able to uh, really take it off by different methods that I use, uh, I must also admit that I play tennis much better than which I play with my conscious mind. Uh, so that's just one example that I'm sharing with you on tennis, Don, and it applies to life as well. Yeah, and I and I think words uh, can uh, kind of get in the way of concepts sometimes. Because, uh, you know, we, we talk about conscious mind, subconscious. We talk about ego and spirit. We talk about free will. And, and so all of these things are related somehow. Uh, like the ego, the ego, I relate to the conscious mind and thinking. And here again, when you talk about the way we think, comes from our subconscious then how does that connect into intuition see that's another piece of the puzzle you have your subconscious programming uh you have your uh, conscious you have your thinking you have your ego you have what you call spiritual guidance intuition how do these all play in because ac when i hear you talking about uh playing tennis from your subconscious uh, what I'm really hearing is that you're playing tennis from intuition and not so much uh, ego or conscious thinking that, that there's a way, there's a way to, there, there's processes by which we can do our programming, our internal programming, our subconscious belief system. And once we program, then it's a matter of trusting the programming and not trying to override the programming with, with our ego, with our conscious mind. I think the words can get very complicated. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Don, on that. And these words sometimes are confusing. Uh, what I meant from playing from the con- subconscious mind was uh, maybe not exactly intuition. I would say just letting it go and play with the flow and let my let my body and mind be in complete sync with themselves and remove the ego out of it. Uh, so probably ego is something which uh, you, as you rightfully said, that is related to the conscious mind. And I, and I would agree to that. Uh, I have to play a shot like this, you know, I, I should play my shot like that. Or I must, you know, in my in my next serve, I would serve it this way or that way, wherever that starts to happen. And uh, I see the mistakes also start to happen. Uh, and this, while also looking at in the personal life, Don, when this happens, and uh, I can give you another instance, you know, where uh, probably uh, in, in my life itself, I can share with you an instance where uh, I have I have been thinking about maybe some problem 
which was related to uh, uh, you know of of uh, i would say my my hometown or something which which i left long time back uh, about some people there and 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 some of the places there uh, related to all of that don i would just say that you know i was too worried uh, and at at a time that i i was uh, i was too concerned about certain things which led me to uh, take some wrong decisions put myself in stress or in anxiety and also uh, you know make some decisions which were which were not giving me those kind of results well and let me admit, go ahead yeah, yeah. so i'll i'll just complete in 2 seconds so and you know what what happened was that once i just thought of it and i just let it go and i just uh, took my ego off it and my conscious mind out of it uh the things started to happen and fall in place by their own self and uh, yeah. uh, so that's something which uh, which completely changed the course of the relationship that i had there with that you know uh, in my hometown with the person and uh, and the entire thing that that was there around it Yeah so uh and, and you know people listening to this need to understand this is a pretty impromptu conversation that uh, each of us have over the years thought a lot about it and we've talked about it but uh when we were doing this podcast we don't have any notes that we're making here and neither one of us uh you know is like knows the the truth of of uh, absolutely what we're talking about so hopefully this conversation will spur your thoughts and other conversation uh to find out you know how you feel about it. Uh so so here's and this is very uh impromptu thought that I just had is that we come into this world as a baby. And so how do we uh how do we start creating uh and programming the subconscious? Uh, my guess is as a baby and you know for several years that that we're just absorbing information by our environment uh the words we hear the body language the tones that that we're creating meaning out of things that happen from a very limited uh consciousness and experience as a little child and then you know as we get a little older and we're a little more aware of consciousness we can read we can write we can you know interact differently with the world then we're creating different experiences from a different perspective that that reinforces beliefs some beliefs or maybe changes other beliefs so the sub, both the subconscious and the conscious are being created from birth now the question one question i have is how does intuition come into play or what we call spiritual guidance uh in other words the information that come to us by various spiritual practices where there's yoga meditation reading whatever uh because i know my personal experience uh, over the years is i've had you know a lot of education i've read a lot of information uh i've read a lot of books i've i've taken in a lot of information from conversations from media uh experiences many ways but for me when i started learning about meditation and this concept that there is some 
if you want to call it a power or uh, some people call it the Akashic Records or Universal Consciousness, there's something beyond our five senses and something beyond our intellect and mind and consciousness and maybe even subconsciousness. I mean, I think there is. So that my experience is that there's a way to tap into information beyond the conscious or the subconscious. And, you know, my experience and my belief is that that tapping into that source of information is really what it's all about. And it's about being in the flow of life, whether you're playing tennis, doing business, uh, cooking, whatever you're doing. So AC, do you, how do you see that? Do you see like the subconscious and the conscious and then maybe something else beyond that or not? Yes, sir. Uh, on that, uh, AC, my thoughts are that, as you mentioned, child is, uh, you know, when, when, when a child is born, uh, child is in a super conscious state of mind when, when he or she is born and closest to nature. Coming back to the point, you know, in terms of how do we live from the subconscious mind uh, and where does this conscious mind comes into play and how and when, you know, it starts to play its own game. So as you mentioned that while a child is growing, he's getting and gathering a lot of information, uh, putting that into its hard disk, uh, which you may call as a subconscious mind. And of course, there's a conscious mind which interacts with the external world. And... Uh, and, and based on that, it takes some decision. So a proper brain programming, which is based on the belief systems, which is there. Uh, thinking from, thinking from, you know, from the animal world, the basic needs of an animal or anybody in the natural, you know, in the nature is just to have food, and, and survive. From that standpoint, why, why do we say that animals have got a great intuition power? Because somewhere, I believe from the conscious mind, they may not have those, those many expectations as the humans have created for themselves. Because of course, the brains of humans, the mind of humans is much more evolved than animals. And somewhere we have started to feel as humans that we are, uh, you know, the race that is actually responsible to uh, to run the planet and uh, the entire system which is around us, which is which is such a uh, and which could be such a wrong, uh, you know, thought to have from a human race point of view. Uh, what we do as humans, Don, I feel that when we grow up, you know, our conscious minds. Uh, has a lot of emotions, feelings, which probably the animals would also have. But somewhere the conscious mind starts to get into too many expectations, too many influencing, uh, you know, layers that we put upon us. Uh, getting influenced by everyone, whether it be our spouse, family, relations, friends, professionals, business partners, whoever. If, if they have something, why should we not have it? Kind of expectations. And those expectations somewhere put more layers on the conscious mind when it interacts. The conscious mind has probably got not much to do with it. It is more related with the with the hard disk and the feelings and the data that it has. 
and you and as you mentioned that yes uh, beyond all of this there is a lot of information uh, which is available uh, and which probably is thrown to us at different times in our life in our various transactions of life uh, through intuitions that we have and those intuitions probably uh, come when uh, when our you know energy systems our our mind our body are aligned in a way that uh, you know we live from a subconscious mind uh, and bring less as much less as we can uh, the involvement of our conscious mind so uh, i i to to answer your question yes there is there are there is in fact a lot of information around all of us uh, how much information do we need what is relevant for us what is not relevant for us and to get that information where do we get that information i think it will all come to us don it is just that since the time you know the humans have been there our conscious mind has been evolving and till the time we keep on focusing from 98% of our conscious mind and 2% from our subconscious mind believe what we just see don't want to just go through the things and see through the things because that is the role so that's another energy that that comes to me don a conscious mind would just see things as they are but a subconscious mind would see through the things yeah that's so, a good point go ahead yeah so uh till the time we just uh, and this is a very good way to perhaps perhaps identify uh, how much are we living from our subconscious mind is to see that how much are we just uh, believing to what we see to what we hear to what we read uh, or uh, i think uh, subconscious mind has to come come in the forefront and start playing from the gut or the feel that you call about Uh, so when the life starts to move from that aspect uh, we get detached from the attachments that we have we get detached from the expectations that we have because uh, attachments lead to expectations which further lead to happiness or sadness uh, i i i see it that way don well now here's a, a an interesting question that maybe get down to the practical level if a person accepts the fact that a large percentage of their life 98% 90% whatever a big percentage of their life is run uh by their subconscious and of course the definition of subconscious is we're not aware of it you know until there are uh ways to become aware of what's in your subconscious so the question is uh if a person is having uh say a person is 25 30 years old they've been around long enough and they just have repetitive problems in life and and everything's difficult and they have uh, anxiety and different emotions in other words they're not real happy with their life and if they think that their life is run from their subconscious then is it possible for them to identify what's in their subconscious that may be a problem and and actually change something in their subconscious to have a happier life 
I feel that's possible, Don. And uh, it's important also, uh, not only possible, but also important. Because uh, somewhere, uh, you know, deep inside the subconscious mind, as you earlier mentioned, there's a belief system which is formed based on various transactions since our childhood. There may be some, uh, some transactions which may not have led to good experiences for us. And they are so deep-rooted that they also affect our decisions today. I, I totally agree with uh, that point. Uh, not only it's, uh, it's, it's, it is possible, I would say it's also very important for one to move forward. Well, so, you know, a lot of times when uh, people are having problems, say, in a job, they don't like the job, and they think, well, they go get another job, then they'll be happier. Or maybe they're not happy in their relationship, so they think they go get another relationship, they'll be happier. Or maybe they don't think they have enough money, so they get more money, they'll be happier. Or uh, their, their physical condition is not what they like, so they uh, exercise and work out and get a, they'll be happier. So I guess a lot of times people think if they make some change in the outside world, they'll be happier or not anxious or whatever they're trying to, to do, make better. But quite often that doesn't happen, does it? That they change never, something on the, on the outside and and their feelings don't don't change. So why is that? It it never happens, Don, because till the time you are you are having your expectations based on anything external uh, or anybody outside, you know, any second person or or any anything that that is outside your body and your own existence. You are bound to have an experience, and that experience may be good or bad, whether it may fulfill your expectations or not fulfill your expectations. In case if it fulfills your expectations, uh, it might boost your ego, which is another problem which might create in the future, uh, or it may make you happy for a momentary period. If it doesn't uh, go as per your expectations, you may start to feel sad about it, or bad, or have stress and anxiety about it. So uh, till the time we are we are dependent on the external world for anything, uh, you know, to be happy, uh, to make more money, to buy a new car, a new house, a new spouse, a new relationship, till the time we are doing that. And I can share with you, you know, one of the clients that I had uh, done on this, uh, you know, I was coaching one of these clients and I, I, I normally uh, uh, restrict myself using the word coaching. I said, I'd rather say that I was core feeling one of these uh, clients of mine. Uh, she had a lot of issues, you know. She had, she was under uh, strict meditation for antidepressants, and her BP was not in control. She was, she was having bipolar disorders and multiple things. And, and in addition, uh, you know, uh, she was having a very bad relationships in her, in her family with, a, with her uh, spouse and her children and all of that was happening. Nothing was going right for her. And uh, the moment she realized uh, the reasons uh, for, for getting happiness or her sadness or for her uh, issues, maybe health or emotional issues, whatever she had, was actually, uh, you know, based outside her existence. Uh, and she realized that uh, I should not be dependent on anything external for my happiness. Uh, Don, I can say that the transformation happened with a click of a finger. 
and uh, it just happened and uh, uh, once she realized it today uh, she has a great life ahead she is living a beautiful life with no no more medicines and uh, uh, no issues for now she is living a happy healthy life and and she knows where the happiness lies today so i think that's very important to that realization to happen to experience that realization that happiness uh, uh, can never be outside because if you if you achieve achieve uh, a bmw car you would want to go for a mercedes you want to you got mercedes you would want to go for, to and buy a helicopter so there is no end to the expectations and wishes that one may have uh, again i would say the three a's of core pillars come into existence here and then come into action accept the current situation analyze and adapt yourself and this adaptation has to happen from inside out living from the inside out <laughs> yeah well, by I mean, don that, milton <laughs> yeah that that sounds like a uh you know really a, a good thing so in other words somebody uh can change the way they feel just by changing their thinking and to change their thinking there probably has to be some change uh maybe initially some conscious awareness but then that has to go into the subconscious so it's running all the time so there is some relationship between how the conscious and the subconscious uh, work because I guess like in the case of this woman, it sounds like that uh, you did something with her or shared something with her to where she had a conscious realization that allowed her to change her thinking and then maybe that change got got into her subconscious and when, when, and when other situations came up later she thought differently because that was in her subconscious is that how you would think it would work yes i would say that don partially yes uh, and i also feel that uh, developing a subconscious is 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 a pretty not a very long term process but it's a process which takes some time perhaps uh, but having that realization is perhaps something which is very important and then that realization don also sometimes you know help you get rid of some of the issues the low lying issues that you have in life and uh, it's also not about how how we react to certain things within or outside our body uh, to various transactions that we do at people or relationships or any you know transaction that we do outside i think it's how we respond to all of that uh, is also very important both from uh emotional point of view and from mental point of view so yeah, it's well, a balance don it's a balance i would put it well well and you know this has been a great conversation uh we've mostly talked about some concepts and some theory so maybe we could have a follow up uh conversation to uh talk about how people can actually uh things they can do to maybe identify some programs in their subconscious that may be adversely affecting their life and how, how, how they can first of all find those uh, programming or those beliefs in their subconscious. And then what can they do to make some changes? That might be, uh, you know, people like to, people like to understand uh, theories and concepts, but mostly they want to know, okay, what can I do to make some changes? that's very true dorar i totally agree with you i think we must talk about it in our next podcast in terms of how to live from the subconscious and uh, 
what changes we do you know we we would probably need to make if at all we need to make uh you know in terms of living from that standpoint and living from that perspective in life i totally agree with you on that it was it was a great conversation today don uh i believe we should continue it and in our next podcast we'd be shortly coming back uh, we promise our listeners not to make uh, you know such a long gap uh, ever again now uh, we will come back very soon to talk about uh, how do we live from our subconscious what all can be done uh, what are those small little things that we need to put in practice in our life uh, some of the concepts in practice i know don has got some very good uh, you know tools and techniques which he normally uses with his clients uh, we'll talk about them uh, and we'll see how we can really bring out that subconscious in the forefront and living life a fulfilling life from that standpoint Yeah that sounds good because you know if somebody is spends a lot of time telling me about a delicious uh, apple pie that they made and the ingredients that they put into it and how it smelled and how it looked and how it tastes well that's great but I want a piece of the apple pie so maybe <laughs> next time, maybe next time we talk we'll give some people some apple pie <laughs> Yeah and taste it too Yeah let them taste that apple pie Yeah. Great, great, Don. Uh, thank you, lovely, and uh, have uh, very much for this great, lovely conversation that we had today. Uh, we'll, 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 uh, you know, bring the second part of it very soon. Uh, and uh, love you all for listening to us. Thank you, Don, for being on the show. Okay, enjoyed it. Look forward to next time. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks for listening to the Core Pillars Studio podcast. Do subscribe and follow our channel for interesting monologues, conversation, and interviews to come.